were about to step between the ropes and rumble with the guys from Call It On Air podcast. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share the podcast. Welcome back to our double-digit episode, episode 10. Who's excited here? Yay. I thought we'd already reached 10. I like we're around <laughs> We didn't ask how old you were. Well, he screwed know, that up, 41. too. Yeah, well, that's 41. Well, shit. <laughs> I do math good. Now, do you do the new math? Because I've seen some of that stuff like on videos and whatnot, and I couldn't figure that shit out to save my life. We're not okay. getting into that whole new math bullcrap. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Seems like the jail has some bad internet tonight. So, what's going on in current events in wrestling this, this week? Well, the big news as of late is honestly, you, the the one thing everybody's talking about is CM Punk's return. That's that's pretty much took over the headlines of everything to do with wrestling this week. And to be honest, as as a fan watching it, it was actually a pretty special moment for somebody to come back. At, you know, you never you, you didn't know. Yeah, well, there goes future. Yep, he'll be back. Yeah, I saw that, and I saw where he was hinting around for, I guess, Daniel Bryan to show up there. Right. Um, there's a lot of talk about, like, Adam Cole, uh, Bray Wyatt, or Rotunda, you know, coming over. Um, uh, I saw something today where he was talks with uh, Impact. Okay. Which, I mean, uh, they're both working together now, from what I understand. Right, so I they I are. I don't know. Well, it, Christian's on um, AEW, you know, as, as one of their full-time guys, and he just won the Impact title off of Kenny Omega. And, you know, so that, yeah, obviously they're working together. I mean, they're showing up on each other's shows and um, working. I mean, they, they've got the Impact title on AEW. I haven't seen them defend the AEW title on um, Impact, but, you know, yeah, I, I got the Pluto app, and I was playing around on that today, and we actually have a couple wrestling channels on there, and it was, I got to watching some of it. It was a lot of the independent stuff, actually, I, the way it looked, uh, and some of the old uh, Impact stuff. Okay. Like, I'm talking, like, the the... Multi, multi-sided deal ring. Okay, six-sided, yeah. I couldn't remember if it was six or eight. Yeah, it was six. But, which is awkward as hell to work in. But when you're, when you're used to working in, a, you know, the, the traditional ring, going into one of those, it's kind of difficult to, you know, I don't know, it's just a little, I didn't like it. Well, the last episode we talked about creating your own promotion. The, uh... Coming up with a name, checking with your local officials to get everything right, possibly renting a wrestling ring from somewhere. Now, we were talking about this week, we were maybe, you know, how to book it, how to use YouTube for it, all like that, as we're fugitives going in and out here, so bear with us on that. But, uh, Caden and I both have, uh, well, all three of us really have experience in, you know, behind the scenes dealing with the promotion and all. Uh, you said you had a lot of input for the YouTube section of it, like as far as, you know, promoting stuff on YouTube and all. Well, as far as that goes, I, I still going to stand by my statement on episode, whatever it was, that in a sense, internet's ruined wrestling. Now, if you're going to use YouTube to promote an actual weekly TV show or 
promote people to come out to your live events and as a independent promotion you pretty much always base it on those shows that you go to you know the spot shows at schools armories whatever and you know putting those those matches on youtube a week later or a day later why why would i come out to the show i want people to come out and experience this stuff live you know if if you give it to them a month later before the next show i can kind of see because in my opinion you know somebody who legitimately had something that they had to go to and wanted to come couldn't they can at least watch it and see what was there you know before they come out to the next show um you know if you have your own channel and you're producing a weekly tv show that's different because you're not really bringing fans in trying to sell tickets to that show that's just my opinion me personally i would go along as far as i would get maybe a year's worth of footage and possibly start you know working on it forward from there that way you have some kind of content to work with and you have a little time to edit it and get it dialed in and all uh i know I'll just go ahead and say his name. I know Bruiser didn't want to use YouTube. He didn't want to put the matches out there because he thought it would take away from his ticket sales. But like I said, if you use like stuff from last year, air it. Right. Have it, have it you know, hey, go check out our YouTube channel. Boom, here's, you know, the show from this building last year. Yeah. You, you don't have to put it out right now. Right. And see that my I'm looking at it more of like a you know you want to run TV kind of thing like you know you want people to come to your shows and buy tickets that's ultimately what the goal is so you know that should be your mindset is to you know whatever you use don't give it give everything away to where they're not going to want to come out immediately like you said in a, in a year's time is good because you know people who even went to the show may go back and watch it because they're like, I want to see that again. Correct. Ultimately, you know, the ticket sale is your money. Uh, you're paying to be on TV. So any, any sponsors and all is trying to help with that, that bill right there. But a majority, if not all of your, your income is going to be from, people buying tickets so you want to continue to have people buy said tickets right now what do you think about uh because i've seen promotions do this they will go live on like facebook with their opening match of the night and trying to get people to come to the show that way what do you think about that i think we've touched on it before if the opening match is good then yeah i'm 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 for that if the opening match is the drizzling shits, then yeah, you just screwed your whole promotion, not only for that night, but until right. that gets deleted. Right. And so, and, and the next thing is, do you, when do you hold that match? Do you hold it as people are coming in or like, how do you, how do you work that? Because, you know, there's so many different, if you do it as, as an eight o'clock bell time and that's the match that you put on for that, that eight to, 815 time slot or whatever and you you run that whole match live by the time people say oh let's go half a show could be over with so do you run that run that match that you're going to show live and and a try to get people in earlier buying gimmicks buying concessions buying whatever you know getting more money in and do that or do you wait until the eight, 8 to 815 time slot what, what do you do there I would think that you are pushing your show all during the day and the weeks before that people should know that you have a show going on and what night it is, where it is. That, back up. One of my pet peeves is seeing wrestling posters, the flyers or whatever, and it says bell time is at 8 o'clock on uh, Saturday August 28th. Right. What year? Right. Put the year on there. One of my biggest pet peeves is not starting on time. 
Put the year on there. Put the address on there because if it pops up in somebody's memory on Facebook uh, and they share it again, they're going to be people sitting up at that building at you know eight o'clock on whatever the twenty eighth falls on now. So put that's, the year on there. That's if the address is on there. Correct, and put the address on there <laughs> so everybody can dial it into their little GPS and drive there. Right. It, it force feed as much information as you can to the people so it, it, it you're making it you know it, as simple as it can be right but uh i would probably go live maybe as you're setting the ring up hey come on out and see us tonight at whatever time bell time is at this time we're at this location tickets are this much we're getting ready right now Come join us, and that, and just keep doing little snippets through the, through the day like that, to where you know you're constantly in that news feed, just throwing stuff out at people. Right. So we're like, hey, they're right down the road from us. Let's let's go on there and do it. Yeah. Let's watch it. And then yeah, eight o'clock. You better start at eight o'clock with the uh, the man out there, telling who's who's about to come out. Mm-hmm. Don't. Don't come out at like eight oh five or something. All right, well let's get things going. Eight o'clock. Right. And I, I feel like, you know, national anthem is important to do that before the show, before eight o'clock. You know, when you say eight o'clock bell time, that means eight o'clock the the bell's ringing, the first match is starting. Correct. So if you want to start at like seven fifty and start your national anthem, thanking your sponsors all that stuff to prepare for that bell to ring at eight o'clock. Yes. By all means, go ahead. If you have to start sooner, it, it, do it. Whatever it takes. That bell better ring at eight o'clock. Right. In keeping up with the YouTube aspect of it, do you think it would be better to do a whole show? The two hours I don't know if you can put two hours on YouTube or not. I honestly, I don't know. But the whole show, or would you break it up in, you know, match one of, or maybe if you're doing a show a month, a live show per month, do, you know, break it up into four different shows for your YouTube to where you could go match one and two is the first weekend of the month three and four is the second weekend of the month semi-main is the third weekend and the main event is the fourth weekend and you just break it down like that again a year later a year later i think that you know you as you just said before like you know some matches on the indie level can be the drizzling shits and so with that in mind, I would say that you might not even want to put all of them on there. You want to put your hot matches, you know, the ones that people enjoy, people that, you know, that, 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 that got reactions from the fans, you know, they're in attendance, you know, put those on. I'm pretty sure you can do, I've seen YouTube videos up to an hour, um, you know, so, you know, maybe a comp, you know, like put a um, compilation together of, your best matches of that show or an hour's, you know, fill an hour's worth of time and then maybe do something like that instead of doing like, were you saying like do one match one week, one match the next? Yeah. Like say it, it, if we had a show August of 2020 and we were trying to fill August of 2021 would you do all of them on one show and just drop it right there in the middle of the month, or would you break it down to where you're airing something every week of the month? Um, probably something every every week of the month because the more you're out there, just like you said earlier, with the more that you go Facebook Live the day of the show, the more you're there, the more they see, the more you know, the more that you put that force-fed information out to them the better it is because they're going to see it again. They're going to see it again. They're going to see it again. And, you know, to me, repetition is, is key. You know, I have to see something a couple of times before I really remember it. So. 
And the, the little bit I do remember from dealing with YouTube is if you constantly are uploading videos, they tend to push you a little bit more than if you just upload here or there. Right. So. And then, you know, another thing is try to, you know, at the at least once per show, try to bring somebody in that you're going to have on that show again. You know, because a lot, you know how it goes. You know, you work a show here one year and then you come in next year and it's all new faces. So you want to at least have at least a couple of the same guys, if possible, you know, to kind of highlight, you know, whatever's what they're actually going to see that night. So, you know, they can have a good idea of, okay, the this guy's on the poster. I'm watching his match. This is what I, what I can expect. If you brought in a name. Granted, he's probably going to be in the main event. Would you put that on your YouTube thing? I mean, if you're going to show, I mean, it, to me, if you bring His, in that name, will get you views on YouTube more than likely too. So right. Pro- I'll be honest with you, people. Unless you you've got the numbers that YouTube won't, you're not making a lot of money through YouTube. Right. So. Don't expect to get on YouTube and within your first year be making bank like everybody claims they are because right. you're not. And but, as, far, as far as the name goes, yeah, you, you want to put them on there to get the views. Um, I, I think that's important because, you know, you want to show that, you know, the, the, the elite or whatever the hell, you know, like maybe not the elite, but the 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 mainstream performers want to come to your promotion to wrestle. Now, what if the said name has just a shitty match? I've had a, what I felt was a shitty match with a name that has passed, but I didn't care for that match at all. It, it was most of it was he didn't want to do nothing. I don't know if he didn't trust me believe my credentials or what it was basically a reverse chin lock and we laid on the mat the whole match but would you put that on on there no because it doesn't bring any value to your promotion so even though it's a name if it's a shitty match don't put it out there i i say no because i mean you know his name unless it's like you know one of those unless you have like a ridiculous name you know, somebody that everybody's just seen on TV, you know, where you just, it, where it's a stupid decision to not, you know, that would be about the only exception to that. You know, they, where, it's, where everybody's going to pop just by seeing that person. You know, they, they got to come out and do nothing. Yeah, they wouldn't want them. Right. I think you remember who he was. I do. And, and I mean, awesome, awesome guy. Every time I've had any interactions, I mean, awesome guy and um, was helpful to me. But you know, some some people just don't mesh well, you know, in the ring. I thought I pretty much meshed with everybody, but I it, he wanted to lead that dance, and he I, he might have had an off night, didn't feel good. I don't know. Like I said, it, it's just chin lock. Just sit there. I remember being in there, had him in the chin lock. And I was in a weird position, and I went to move to basically get – so I, I was comfortable. And he pretty much said, uh, don't move. Where are you going? Right. I was like, I'm just getting comfortable, man, because apparently we're going to be here a while. <laughs> but, like I said, it's neither here nor there now. Right. But it, it, it's – you could also use YouTube as a – uh, a promotional tool as far as you can have clips like you've mentioned before already that clips of the product that you have uh, your sponsors you got to add them in there too. just work them in somewhere during whatever you're making you're creating right. and you can even take that and, and when you go see your sponsors or trying to sell you sell yourself to, to gain sponsors you can say, look, if, if you really want to see what we're about, here's some clips, here's some trailers, here's some, you know, 
some some of our product right here that you can easily get access to for free. You can pull it up on your phone right now and watch it. I just went blank again. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I, get, been... I ain't get fugitive here to, to keep my mind going with oh, his, hell. his babbling. <laughs> you, you, you need some angry typing. Yes, I need the angry typing to keep me, you know... <laughs> I guess this would be a good spot to, you know, announce that we need some sponsors to help get bail for fugitive and get him out of jail so we yes. can do this podcast better. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, you can use YouTube as a tool. Uh, a lot of people are going to YouTube, but you've got to be mindful of, you know, copyrighted materials like the music that a lot of these independent wrestlers use nowadays is granted I used Metallica for a most of my career in a ring and I am pretty sure if you aired any of their songs on a TV or a YouTube platform that they would say <laughs> something about it right Napster <laughs> that's very true I've always tried to stick to songs that nobody knew you know, stuff that I liked that was, was kind of out there. I mean, it still could, could uh, have somebody come after me for copyright stuff, but still. Oh, yeah. It, it's the the forms that, you know, I had to fill out for Headline Outdoors to get their own TV show. I mean, it. I had to prove that, you know, we owned all the material. Uh, that, yeah, it. if we air anybody else's stuff that you know, either I own the material or they give me permission because they own the material. And it, it it's a whole lot of, you know, red tape right there. That we have to go through to air stuff on TV. Right. But, I mean, the podcast here, it seems like it's getting more uh, free-willed, I guess. I mean, it's... I get ads all the time for, you know, you can use these musics and this and that on your podcast if you wish. And then, uh, granted, we don't, but we use uh, Soul Tribe and all. We use their music because they, they work with us and them a little bit. Right. Good band. I've seen them live back when they were actually playing live shows. Are they doing live shows nowadays? No, that's it's that was pre-covid god that was so many years ago but I, as far as soul tribe i don't know but um i, I don't think they've done a show and shoot i don't even know but um they are doing live concerts now but you have to you know it's a whole bunch of red tape shit with that too so so back to the whole youtube and booking thing I think we talked about the last show. You know, I wouldn't even worry about having a championship for your first year and just put matches out there and kind of start building and seeing who the crowd's getting behind to, to build up for possibly who's going to hold your, your belt and all, your championship or whatever you identify as your, your top guy. Yeah, and I mean... You could even use your booking in that year to tell the story of when you eventually crown that champion. You know, you, just however you book that book your year, you know, without the champion and like, you know, go off of rankings, go off of win loss, you know, whatever you do, you know, you're going to book that way because of the crowd's reaction anyway. Right. Yeah. You're, you're, Take that year to learn as much as you can because, uh, granted, it, what if you don't like booking it? What if you don't like promoting it? What if you don't like the wrestling business, that, that side of it, in that year? You don't right. lose nothing. You're not wasting all your money on, you know, 15, 16 different belts that you're, you're handing out to everybody. Right. And so in that year's time, you know, say, look, you know, start telling the story like, hey, I want to be the best. I want to be the top dog. I want to be the guy, you know, that, that runs this place. I want to be the guy that, you know, puts asses in seats and start telling that story and 
who you think you can mold, like you can get somebody completely, you know, new right out of right out of a training center, and build them to be the guy you want them to be, in just how you book them, as if you know how to book. Yeah, that's that's probably something else we need to sit down and have a discussion about too. Yep. Number one rule of booking is don't book yourself in the main event. Correct. Especially I think if you're like 113. <laughs> I think we've discussed that a little bit before where, you know, like uh, anytime I've booked shows, I was always first on the card. I was able to set the tone of the show. I was able to come back and coach and develop, it. you know, the, the show as the rest of the night went on. And I had, you know, I was able to put my hand and fingerprints on everything that went out better than if I was in a main event trying to worry about a match. And, you know, it's just, you get so caught up in going out and, you know, it, and you can say it all you want to, but as a performer, when you go out in front of the fans, it's fun. You know, it's, it's a good time that adrenaline gets going. And that's, that's what we do this for. You know, it's, it's not one of those things where, you know, you come out and, you know, you can be focused on everything else and that like it's to me it's too much to it, it gets too preoccupied you know your mind gets way too preoccupied and if you know you got that match first you know you can go out and you can say okay i'm gonna set the tone i'm just gonna have a good solid match i'm gonna get the fans into it and then i know i can refocus come backstage you know behind the curtain and do what i'm supposed to do and put on the rest of the good show and in actuality, you don't even have to book yourself on the show. That's true, too. That's true, too. I mean, I, a lot of the times, Bruiser wouldn't book himself on the show. That's correct. Unless he was short guys, and then he would go out there, and he would do, like, first or second match, and just boom, 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 get backstage. Right. Because it is so much that you have to have going on backstage. I mean... Virginia, I remember, was, you know, you've got all the paperwork for Richmond that we had to fill out, you know. So all the tax paper. forms, getting the pay for the guys if they're getting paid. Uh, it's getting the building paid, getting making sure, you know, it, it, <laughs> nothing happens out front. It's just, it's a lot happening within that two-hour time span. Right. I mean, you got, you, you at least need some type of security. You need a ring announcer. You need a PA system. One that's worth a shit. Correct. Uh, uh, preferably the announcer knows how to work said equipment. Right. And for fuck's sake, get an announcer that's got some personality. Somebody's not going to just sit there and next, the next match is... One fall, blah, and fuck all that. You need somebody that's got some excitement in their voice. Somebody who knows what's going to happen. Somebody that can go out and actually sell these matches as being something that you want to see. Now, let me throw this out there at you. Would you have most of the shows I can remember being on, it was just the announcer would come out there, announce the match, and sit back down and watch it like everybody else. But I can remember one or two where they actually had a crew sitting there doing commentary during the whole show. Now, for that, would you rather have the, the noise of the announcers pipe through all the audio played out to where everybody in the building can hear it? No. Or just cut through to the, the camera side of it? Camera side. I think if you start getting in and listening to all that, and it, it it's too distracting, and it's it's one of those things where, you know, just like you're you're taught, you know, in the in the beginnings, you know, you don't distract from what's going on in the ring. You don't, you know, like if 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 you're if you're on the show, you don't walk out with the crowd because that's going to take away from what's from the guys going on in the ring. And it's to me, it part of the it's it's part respect, you know, to give them that opportunity to be in the ring and not have that extra distraction, even though, you know, being in the ring, the, the workers, you know, you know how it is. You have to, 
make yourself see the crowd sometimes. But, you know, as far as the fans go, what are they going to be paying attention to? You know, you want their focus in the ring, what's going on, and stories being told there versus, you know, noise in the background that some of them may not even pay attention to or hear to begin with. So it, it just depends. I, I, I don't think it's a good idea. I, I Like I said, just a few of them I remember having commentators sitting there and talking the whole match. Granted, it was just for the cameras and all where you know when they did their editing if they even did that i don't i don't think they did that i i can't remember anyway a lot of times when they record tv like that they do it as they record like it's it's dubbed in and it's all recorded live there's no there's really no editing especially like on the indie level or like the lower level um productions you know they they do everything streamlined that it's it's pretty much recorded as as it's happening in the ring and as they're watching it um so that's that's pretty much probably what you see and that's based on my experience now i'm sure there's promotions out there that you know will record whatever and then go back to their home and or studio or whatever and you know their mom's basement wherever the fuck they go and you know voice over whatever they see on the on the tape you know, whatever works for them, whatever's easiest, you know. Yeah, that was always easier for me was, you know, you could have a, a separate little announce table or recording booth or whatever it is that you have your stuff set up at, and you could play it for those guys and let them watch it. And have, that way, you know, you can edit out some colorful language if need be or anything like that. Right. What do you think about the the announcers going over the PA system? I don't know. It was. I'm not sure if it would take away from what was going on in the ring. You're trying to pay attention to too much stuff. Yeah. Or would it give you that, you know, you're sitting at home kind of vibe? You know what I mean? Right. I, I see what you're saying. I, I'm, I'm still going to stick with the, you know, because that's what I was taught initially, like, you don't distract from what's going on in the ring, you know, and I, I guess that's where I'm, I'm getting my, my answer from on this is because, you know, yeah, I'm sure you heard it too. Don't go out when the match is on. Don't, you know, don't distract the fans from, from the guys telling their story in the ring. So, And if you are a heel, do not go out and sell gimmicks. Right. Ever. <laughs> you see too many heels doing that. Yes, you do. Let me ask you a question, though. Nowadays, a lot of times, the heels, because it just depends on the crowd that you're in, sometimes the heels are more over than the babies. And, and there's not a heel. Then there's, and there's, but there's nothing you can do to change them. The, the fans, yeah, and I, I know exactly what you're saying, but, you know, nowadays, you know, so many people. Tweeners. Like, like the bad guys, you know, yeah. like they, they, they do. And that's what, you know, like, you know, they watch horror movies hoping that Jason kills the teenagers in the cabin. You know, it's, it's just one of those things where that's what they root for now. That's because they're pissed off because they ain't in the cabin getting none either. <laughs> they're sitting at home in their parents' basement. Right. Watching Jason. <laughs> From the time I was in there to current times it's it's things are starting to change it's like you said you know the crowd is cheering for the bad guys more now because they're basically tired of the the good guys being there and, and some of them it, it's yeah just beat the shit out of them because I'm tired of looking at the little man bun right and see you got guys like uh MJF Maxwell Jacob Freeman he's on AEW which I don't know if you knew him or not or whatever. No. Nope. Um, okay. So he's one of those guys. People want to watch his matches, but he's such a fucking ignorant twerp. Well, not ignorant. But I mean, he's, you know, um, you know he, he's just got that aura about him that you know, hey, I don't like this motherfucker. You know, and he can come out and you want to watch his matches, but you fucking hate him. And it's, it's, 
it's almost like the perfect, you know, perfect uh, chemistry for him. You know, he comes out and people boo him and hate him, but they still want to watch his stuff. Is he a heel? Yeah, he's a heel. So, I mean, that that's his job is to go out there and make people hate him. So he's right. doing his job. Right. And it is. It, it's it's. It's been one or two times where I remember going out and I was supposed to be the the good guy, the face. And the guy that I was supposed to work with, he went out and he started, you know, clapping and shaking hands and this and that. And behind him and it's like, uh, what the hell am I supposed to do? Right. Let's switch it up then. I'll be the heel. It does not bother me. I'm right. pretty good at it. <laughs> now. Did you hear about the okay? So there's a guy that comes out on AEW. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, hold on, I, let me look at stuff. Yeah, okay. So there was a, a guy. Um, so I don't know if you heard about this or not, but there's a guy that's on AEW, and when he comes out to the ring, he does this little rap gimmick. So he comes out, he basically He's in North Carolina somewhere. I think it was um, Charlotte. And he makes comments about the Duke lacrosse team, you know, the the, the whole situation with that girl and, and everything. He makes these comments in the, in the fans, like, you know, to piss people off. And, you know, in this society, you know, and I, I, I mean, I, I give a shit neither here nor there. You know, it's, it's that's between him and whatever he said. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but he comes out, he does his job to piss off the fans and then he gets punished for it. So in a time like today, when, you know, all these people are offended by everything and no, absolutely not, you know, joking about rape is not something that's funny, but you know, you still come out and he's doing his job to, to make people hate him. So he ends up getting, uh, suspended for i don't even long and you know put no pay and yada yada so how do you in this day's time you know in a in an era where everybody's getting offended if you if you look at them wrong you know how do you do that and still you know because it's it's a canceled society where everyone you know if you do anything wrong it's like okay well we're not doing this anymore this will never that'll never be in my house again how do you do that fine line who do you get punished by the promotion so the was he booked as the heel yes that's what he does every week he comes out on tv he does his little shock rap gimmick and you know he he um he makes comments about the guys that he's getting ready to work he makes comments about you know, the, the cheap pops of the town, um, okay, okay. you know, and, and all that stuff, what he's supposed to do. Right. And, right. And th- apparently that line was just too far over the top and literally got him in trouble. What line was it though? I mean, you said something about a rape. Well, let me see. I don't know. You can go on YouTube and watch the video of, of whatever it was. Um, well, in he jokes about Simone Biles, which I'm not sure who that is. And then he made jokes about the infamous Duke lacrosse rape case. And so, I mean, you know, to me, the rape case far. I really feel like that, that you know, that's something that's not okay. So, I don't know. Yeah, you got to watch on how you say certain it- you can say things to be a heel. You can go out there and make fun of the, the – I'm the one that went out there in front of Appomattox and said something about this is why the Civil War ended here because they got here and looked around and said this is what we're fighting for. It's not a full set of teeth in the whole house here. <laughs> it's okay to say stuff like it, but when you get to saying stuff like yeah, the rape thing, okay, yeah, that – no. that's yeah. You have a line that you don't cross. And if but, he got in trouble for saying something like that, yeah, that's on him on that one. Yeah. But I mean, like, but to go back to the other side of that question, 
what do you do now? You know, because you, you, you could legit piss somebody off by going somewhere and saying they ain't got no teeth. What do you, how, how do you, you know what I mean? That's why I didn't go out in the crowd. <laughs> You'll never be in their house again. Again, it, it, and then you had the hometown boy come in and beat the crap out of me. I mean, it's right, right. That's how it was supposed to go. It's even though what I said was true, bunch of quitters. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's this day and age, you do have to be careful, mindful of what you say and do. Uh, a lot of why we don't go on YouTube a lot as far as the headline outdoors stuff is because of, you know, at one point they were downing people that would even show children in the videos. So if we had, like, say, Adam hunting or fishing, they would demonetize that because it had Adam being under 18 in it because they claimed that uh, pedophiles would go on there and watch those videos. Uh, we were getting popped for guns. Uh, any any showing of guns, bows, stuff like that, demonetized. Uh, showing of blood, we'd get popped for that, demonetized. Or a mixture of it. I mean, it's it's some of them out there that aren't getting demonetized, and they do have some guns, and that, that's cool for them. Uh, we just got tired of it, and that's we ventured out and we created our own, you know, Roku and Amazon Fire Channel, right? And that, that, that's that's how we handled it. And you, right now, I have free reign; I can do whatever the hell I want to do. Right, you got full creative control. Correct. Minus, you know, it, it's we're not making porn. I mean, right. But yeah, other than that, yeah, it, it's I can show the guns i can show the blood even though we typically don't uh just we have some kind of class to ourselves shocker for me i know but <laughs> we do have some kind of you know we want it to be a, a family friendly show and that's you know a lot of your your wrestling shows you know uh i know i've done it to myself you go out there and you, you slip up a word here a word there uh, maybe you do get, some gestures. You get caught up in the moment, and the adrenaline gets going. You know, sometimes, like I've said stuff out there that, that ain't got no business being said in front of a crowd. But I mean, oh, yeah, you're, you're in the middle of adrenaline. You got stuff going. You know, but you know, like when I don't know, like that's just what it is. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know the guy. I don't know if he just. He slipped up and said something that he shouldn't have or if he, you know, thought it was funny because we all got, you know, different senses of humors. Uh, pretty much ours is twisted, I know. but Right, right. And it, he said something and now he's got to pay the consequences for it. I mean, that, yeah, he's getting in trouble. You'd probably have to bleep that out if you were putting it on your YouTube channel, but. Right. And it's been, it's been removed from. You know all the the obviously watchable videos of it. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna get it cut. Uh... So Simone Biles is a gymnast from the um, Olympics that um, had to withdraw from the Olympic Games due to um, a mental. Uh, trying to think what it how to word this. Um, for her mental health, basically. And I, he, he made a joke about that, too, and that was another reason that that he got in trouble. Well, you go back to, uh, who was it? Uh, Austin Aries got, when they were on TNA, and the girl that was ring announcing called him uh, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian, whatever they were calling themselves at the time. And he got in the ring and pretty much backed her into the corner and got up on the corner and basically 
put himself in front uh, in front of her face. I remember that. He got in trouble for that, and I, uh, he had to go to some kind of uh, sexual assault classes or something, if if I remember right. Wasn't that Christy Hemme? I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. That was a while ago. Yeah, it's back when I was watching it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it he got in trouble for it. he had to do consequences for it. you. Call I mean, effect. you know, so when I say he was doing his job being a heel, yeah, you know, he was doing that. But some of the things that he said in that were were just not cool. So now that I know a little bit more about the story, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, yeah, you can go out and be a heel, but you can't you can't say those things. You can't talk about, you know, you just can't. Yeah, it, it's certain things you can say, certain things you can't. Come on, people. Yep. Have some class. And that's coming from us, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Channel your inner fugitive here. Use YouTube and your social medias as a, a platform to promote yourself and your, your brand, really. it's And it you don't have to you could do the whole show live if you want to we don't care it's your deal we're just trying to help you out and give you some kind of advice because like i said we're what all of us were over 15 years in the business right we we have a little knowledge here and it's it's we're trying to evolve with time as ourselves and it's you know you know and ultimately you know we want to see well, I want to see the business go back to what it was, you know, and, and something that you could actually be excited to see on TV again, something that you can actually look forward to. And, you know, you, you can, it, it can help make you through the day, even though that's, it's this, this whole statement's fucking far fetched and probably never fucking happened. But, you know, I would at least like to have the opportunity to, you know, escape reality for a little while and, and enjoy something and, have something to look forward to while I'm, you know, at, at my job that, you know, isn't always the best, you know, or, or whatever you're going through in life. Something to escape and, and have a good time. Yeah, it's it's a, what it's all about is to entertain people, uh, get them away from their, you know, it could be anything, you know, the dog's sick, dog died, the wife left them. Uh, husband's cheating on them. Whatever. I, it, it, I didn't say we were writing a country song. Shit. Oh. <laughs> we're not going to Nashville? No, no. Well, I mean, you said, the dog, you said the dog died, the wife left. I mean, like, shit. That's, well, you ain't even got country music no more. See, now you're going to get me on this. It's all <laughs> rap music now. <laughs> Nobody really gives a shit about it. See, and I'm free. I can say that. And you're not wrong, but you know. It, but you could use YouTube and all your other social media platforms to promote your brand. And you have multiple options. You have, it doesn't have to be a heavyweight belt. It doesn't have to be a light, a cruiserweight a TV belt. And if it is a TV belt, you better your ass better be on TV. That's exactly. All say. And don't don't have a world. I mean, like don't in my opinion, you you don't need to have a world title and you're only going to you're only going to have shows in, you know, Lynchburg, Virginia. Right. Call it the city title, Lynchburg title, Hill City title. Right? Anything but the world. If you call it the world, you better defend it all around the world at least one time. Yep. If you have a TV title, you better be on TV, which, you know, if your payment's right, you know, I can make that happen for you. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it, I think the three of us had come up with the idea of a internet belt. Yep. And then I didn't uh, one of the guys on WWE come up with, started doing it after we come up with it? Yeah, pretty much right after, yeah. Yep. And that, that I think would, if you have a YouTube channel, that might be something that you should look at is having like a YouTube champion or internet champion or something related to that. If that's, 
if you don't want to spend the money to get on TV, then use that YouTube as your your way to get it in front of everybody. But for fuck's sake, do something different. You know, research what's already out there. You know, don't do the same thing everybody else is doing. Yeah, because if they if you're doing everything that everybody else is doing, they can watch it everywhere else. You're not gonna get uh, you'll get a smaller piece of that pie. Right. Yeah, it, it, like I said, you know, we sponsorship help us get fugitive out of jail. Yeah, I mean, we really need it. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe it's time CenturyLink, you know, does so that does the right thing and, you know, sponsors us and, you know, gets gets him out of jail. Maybe, maybe that's the right thing for them to do. And I, I don't even remember the, the email address to email it to because that's his job is to say that. Call it on air at facebook.com. Yeah. Yeah, check us check out the Facebook page. Call it on air. Podcast on Facebook. Uh post your comments there. <laughs> yeah. Join the group. Share the group. You know. We'll duck in there every now and then. We'll drop us a message. One of us will reply to it. And I believe it's uh Call it on air podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. One of us will get that. Uh, we can dump into headlineoutdoors.com. It's we've got links to it there. All the call it on air stuff. Yeah. Roku channel. Make sure you probably get. Yeah, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, whatever you've got. Headline Outdoors is on there. You can watch it on your mobile device. Yeah. Were you ready to take it home then? Yeah, let's take her home. All right. We're off to bake a cake with a file in it for the old fugitive. Yeah. Good plan. Join us on Facebook and let us know what type of cake we should bake with a file in it. Spice cake. I prefer the red velvet. That'll work too. Till next time. Sayonara, bitches. Oh, Kanichiwa. <laughs>